Hello everyone, my name is Portia, your host for Book Talks and Tequila. While you're here, sip on your favorite tequila or whatever your preferred drink while listening to me talk with the most talented Black independent authors. We'll be discussing their relatable characters and the stories that give them life. Hey everybody, it is Portia and you are listening to another episode of Book Talks and Tequila. So today is kind of an important day. It is an election day. We will be having the one and only Ashley Nicole. We'll be talking about her entire collection and everything we have going on. But first I wanted to talk a little bit about this election and see what's going on. Um, I voted. I live in Florida, but I am still a resident of Texas, the great state, and both of these states have been pretty purple lately, so I was kind of excited to see that Texas was doing a little bit and trying to be a little bit more open because usually they are not. So I had to go home to Texas, which is home home, and uh, vote. I was going to mail it in and do all of that good stuff, but I figured mailing it from Florida to Texas probably wasn't a smart idea. So because I have the benefits I hopped on a plane it took me two planes to get there and voted that next morning and I was on a plane that night because it was that serious to me I know so many people are trying to figure out if you know voting is even even worth it and we have the electoral college and I get it it's it's rough especially after 2016, it's hard to understand where democracy really lives when the electoral college could override the popular vote. So I get it. But that doesn't mean not vote because he's already said he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that some votes don't get counted and he wins and this and that da 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 so i feel and you know there's more to voting than just for the president and i think what a lot of people don't understand is locally is where it's more important locally can actually make a change locally at the state level or in your county, in your city, those have an impact on who we elect. So, you know, it is a powerful thing to vote. And being in the Black community, when we've gone through so many things to not be able to vote because they don't want us to vote, I think that makes it even more important. You know, I'm 35 and in 2004, my sophomore year, 
of college, I had to march for my right to vote at Prairie View A&M University because Waller County didn't want us to vote. They didn't want the black kids to turn the county. So for me, it's personal. Because at first, first of all, in 2004, nobody should be marching for their right to vote anywhere. Um, but the fact that I had to do that makes me know. That just let me know that my vote does matter and it is important that I vote. Um, it is a big deal to be able to vote. It's a right that can be taken away. The only right that can be taken away from election to election, from primary to primary, from local and state elections, especially now. Um, So please go. I hope you voted. I mean, today is the day, so... I hope, I hope and pray that you voted and you understand the significance, not just on the national level, but on the local and state levels. Your vote does matter. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't be trying to suppress it. They wouldn't be trying to not count mail-in votes and mail-in ballots, so... We count, we matter, and I know it's a struggle because, you know, it's hard to say that we're a democracy when we have an electoral college that can override it, but we still matter. So I hope we voted. It's probably going to take a couple days, but we're going to get there. Um, But I hope everyone is, If you're a praying person, you prayed about it and let it go. And we're trying to do what we can to self-care because that's very important right now. When stress levels are on high, anxiety is on another level. Um, If you live in the battleground states, you know, it's just a lot to anticipate, a lot. Of possibilities so I hope you're taking care of you and your mental and making sure that you're doing everything that you can to take care of you so without further ado I want to get right in with Ashley Nicole and I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it brings light to your election week and uh, I hope you have a wonderful day so let's go the hell girls okay how how <laughs> what <laughs> all of it like how did they come about what made you want to do just three mm-hmm. all the details okay um all right. the hail girls i i got an idea or you know it, it came to me like i don't know i think a year or two ago and um i wanted to do a series with 
girls, you know, with with male names. That that was, you know, the bare bones of it. Um, and I knew I wanted one of them to be named Joey, and in my mind, she was the crazy one. Um, so when I first started the Masons, I um, I was gonna put Joey with with one of them, but then I decided later on, you know, I just I, I wanted to separate it. And um, I, I don't know. I just wanted to write a fun sister series, and 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 that's what came out of it. And it was. <laughs> Thank you. It was just the dynamic between the sisters, but also between the whole family. Mm-hmm. Like poor dad. Poor dad, indeed. <laughs> Cause I was just like, oh no, we can't not in front of pops. Right, right. But they were probably the funniest to me, just because I just had so much fun reading them. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, and I I think um, I mean I'm one of four, but there's two girls, two boys, and it's just you know sibling dynamics are hilarious. I don't care how you look at it, but girls and and how close they can be in the details that you know they're willing to give each other it just it just makes it that much more funny definitely does which is a complete opposite well not really a complete opposite i think just the men were opposite from the montgomery girls uh-huh. because uh-huh. Sam reminded me a lot of joey yes <laughs> yes maybe a, a older version of joey a more um, a more mature version of Joey, um, yeah. but I, yeah, 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 I see what you're saying, I, and I agree. And I don't think it was intentional. Um, I did want them to have that close relationship, and and I think that they do, but it, it just was, you know, there were certain things they didn't want to share. You know, um, with with everything that was going on with Lou, it, you know, Sim just didn't feel like it was something she wanted to to share with her sister, probably until she could understand it herself and and help them through it. Definitely. And it wasn't really her business to tell, I guess. Right. So, I mean, because everything else about her, she told everything. Right. Right. All the the fun details. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Had absolutely no shame, but I just think maybe it was his business. Yes. And like she was trying to help him figure it out but mm-hmm. figure it out at the same time right right because that Lou I just he just needed a hug oh he needed a hug it I think Lou probably of all of my characters hurt my heart so bad to write um because you I, I could just feel it you know his his angst his pain just the the kind of you know whirlwind going on inside of him and he didn't know how to express himself. He didn't want to express himself. He wanted to keep it inside and deal with it himself and it it was tough writing Lou. I can imagine because I was in here eyes sweating. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> what you mean you don't want your daughter right like, what is happening right and, and that's what i wanted that that's i wanted a character like lou i asked for it i put it out there into the atmosphere and literally he he just showed up like okay here are my problems so it, that's exactly what i wanted and 
and you did it because I was that, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> He hit me with some serious real quick. Usually it's a lot of fun. And right. Eat. Right. But then I was like, wait. Right. <laughs> what, what's happening? Right. I knew um, the, the part specifically with his daughter, that beginning where it's like, okay, you're dying. What am I supposed to do with her? I knew that that was going to hit a lot of people and make a lot of people mad. And, and my DMs are full of messages like, I hate this guy. I don't even want to read the rest of the book because I hate him so much. So I, I guess I did what I planned to do. I was just like, it's okay. It's okay. Just keep relaxing. <laughs> it's okay. It's not going to end. It's not going to end like this. I don't believe no. it's going to be like right. this. No. And I kept reading and I was like, okay. When they went to the boxing ring and mm-hmm. for that first time, yeah, eyes were sweating, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> this is what she needed." Yeah, yeah, it was everything. But I also liked how you addressed, you know, black men going to therapy, right, and right, getting, getting their life together so they can be good for others instead of just holding it by themselves and yeah. the weight of on them alone when it doesn't have to be that way yeah but I, I have a lot of men around me and and they they do that and um because you know we're taught that you keep your business in your house and i don't think we really understand how detrimental that is to you know our mental health um so it, it's very important to me for everybody not just men i'm i'm a big advocate for everybody to go talk to somebody because you never know um, you know, what's going on until you can have somebody, you know, who knows what to look for tell you. So that that's a big deal for me. Yeah, I have to agree. I like I like how mental health in the black community is starting to become a thing. Right. So we can all get right with the world and yep. understand what these feelings, especially with everything going on now today today specifically <laughs> my goodness today today for the rest of the week depending mm-hmm. on where you live because yeah. i'm yeah. in florida so it's like oh, oh, yeah. it's a <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm from texas which usually isn't a toss-up but it's a toss-up now i see that right yeah i don't it's either he's gonna win and and we're gonna be upset or he's gonna lose and the the country is gonna crumble from you know all of these people wanting to go out into street into the streets and hurt somebody so it really is just today's anxiety is super high right exactly so it's i i loved it on more levels than just it was a great book i think it was just a feel good but like put your put you back into reality a little bit too thank you and then the law of attraction was it gave me my lightheartedness again. That's exactly yep. yep. It was like I have to I have to put them back where I usually keep them. I can't leave them in this dark place. But I, I wasn't going to write that. I I had no intentions of writing Taryn's story when I finished with Sim and Lou. That was why in the end I put, you know, she got married, she also had a kid, she was pregnant, perfect, tied it up. And then in my Facebook group, they were like, we need her story. Oh, no. You know, she's a, a Christian virgin who in the end just gives it up. She has a story. And I'm like, dang, y'all right. So <laughs> I, I threw it together. 
I mean, that's all facts, though, because I was like, uh-uh, fam, we a 36-year-old virgin. <laughs> no, we, I need everything. <laughs> I need to understand why. Right. I need to understand how, because it was like all of a sudden, like, no. Yeah. I'm just going to wait, and then boom. Oh, she did it, right. I was like, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like what happened? I was I was rooting for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to hold on. <laughs> but yeah, it was I I think those are my favorite sisters. Thank you. But the Masons. The Masons. <laughs> I just love them so much. I don't think you understand. Every time one comes out, I just automatically buy it. You be dropping as oh, a Mason. Yep. Just give it to me. I love them. I I wish that I could get through all of them, but that is just not in my heart. Um, so I have, you know, a select few that I'm planning to finish. But I I really, really enjoy the Masons. I always like and I guess I did it with the Hell Girls. Um, but you know, to just write that family dynamic where it's just love and and just fun and that's exactly what the masons are for me so i you know if i could write a mason every other book i would i, I really would because they just they're like a, a palate cleanser for me i can because they are much fun just being silly and uh what was the one Rod and Jersey yeah. and his podcast. Yeah. And all of them are on the pod. Yeah. I was like, oh, first of all, where did we find this? <laughs> right. <laughs> all 30. Where can you be? <laughs> and then how is this going? How are y'all not talking over each other the whole time? Right. Because there's so much fun yeah. and Taylor, we are gonna get a Taylor. We are. I tried to start Taylor before, like I'm, I'm writing something now, and before this, um, when I finished, um, I tried to start Taylor, but Taylor is not ready. Um, but I, I have to write Taylor, and Taylor will be a novel. She can't be a novella. She's the only girl. She has to be special. Um, so yes, Taylor is getting a book. Okay. I, I mean. We just checking. The people just wanted to make sure because that girl right there yeah. is cuckoo. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She definitely deserves a story. I mean, and I feel like you do. They all could use one, but... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna do the ones whose names stick out to me because again, I yeah, they're they're 30 and there are probably 10 to 15 who I, I have to go back and look at my little family chart to remember. But there are certain ones who stand out, and um, yeah, I have to give them a book. So right now we're looking at four to five more Mason stories, but that can always change. I mean, that's still a good amount because you have quite a few already. Four or five, right. <laughs> yeah. I go back every so often and I'm like, oh yeah, this makes me happy. <laughs> that Cheyenne and Travis makes me so happy. Oh, I love them. Um, I had them, I've had them for years. Um, there was a contest that um, Niobe Bryant did with, I believe her name was Kim Louise. 
I want to say it was in 2006 and they were doing an anthology and called for, um, you know, other authors to write a story and submit. So I wrote a short story for Travis and her name was actually Laya at that time. Um, and I've held on to it for years. The, the book fell through, but I've held on to it for years and I've loved them for years. So, um, you know, one day I just woke up and I was like, I have to turn this into a book. They're, they're hilarious. I have to. Um, and Travis and Cheyenne is what came out of it. And, and I absolutely, I love that book. I literally just read it this weekend because I, I just needed to, to read it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely probably my favorite of yours. Mm-hmm. Just because from beginning to end, I was like, this, first of all, why is she holding this grudge? <laughs> Let it die. <laughs> That boy traumatized her. Traumatized her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, not the not the silver cap. <laughs> but it was just so vivid. Like I felt like I was in the story. Yeah. So if if you can't, you know, the Mason. Yeah, no, I'm I'm probably gonna hold on to them for a couple of years and and yeah. I'll, I'll do my four or five and then I'll see if I can find another four or five. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to slowly let them go. Cause, um, they're just, I just love them. I think they'll pop up every, so often. every five years you'll get like a random <laughs> and, and you'll be like, here guys, right. here you go. <laughs> you're welcome. Right. Just kind of like you did the nights like this. Um, didn't see it coming and then boom right here you go and then the next day oh wait (laughs) day three boom I was like wait a minute (laughs) what made you do that it almost like you just roll all of the moves like all right I think I did do that honestly um I was going to release them as one book um and I don't, I think it might've been taken too long. No, it wasn't taken too long. I don't know what made me decide to do it. No, you know, I know what it was. Every time I release something, um, I think I did it when I released Catfish in May and then the next day Birthday Gold came out. And on the third day, everybody was like, okay, are we getting something else? Are we getting something else? Um, And my group always say, oh, a truck um, just dropped this book off. So, you know, is the truck coming back? So I'm like, oh, I should just do something for a week and, and see how they handle that. So um, when I started writing it, I was like, they're, you know, they're 10K, super easy. Let me just drop them really quickly and see how it works. And and everybody absolutely loved it. So um, I do plan to do that again. I'm just not sure when. No, it was perfect. It was, I and I looked when I was getting ready for this interview and I was like looking at what you came out this year. I was like, oh. Yeah. I've been writing right. Yeah, it, um, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what else to say. Um, <laughs> I set a goal for myself this year to write something every single day, 365 days, um, well, 366 because we had a leap year day, um, this year, and I, I've stuck to it since January 1st. I've written something every day, um, and fortunately, it's turned into projects. And I think I'm at 17 or 16 right now. 
Um, and and I'm not finished. So yeah, it, I, I will have put out quite a few this year. Cause I I wasn't ready for a full full week. Right. I was like, I can't, I can't keep up. Right. <laughs> I was like, everybody else got stuff coming out. Like I can't. But I'm gonna sit here and read it though. <laughs> and read every single one of them. I was like, oh, I need. And I feel like you should put them together uh-huh. so that I only need one book in That's my. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm getting ready to do a paperback sale because I don't sell my paperbacks on Amazon so I, I get a lot of emails asking for paperbacks so I'm about to do a paperback sale and they will be in one um, one book and it'll just be nights like this will be the title you know and then they'll be inside so I'm, I'm doing that oh I can't wait for that to happen it's gonna be Yes, I'm trying to do it by the end of the month, at least to have the sales start by the end of the month. So um, the books will be out, you know, shipped and everything, hopefully by the end of the year. I think I'm going to let the sale run for about a month. Um, and then once it's clo- once it closes, we'll get everything out or I'll get everything out. Yeah. Are we gonna get another Petra of uh, Preto Village? Uh Preto, yes, yes. I hope so. Um I have like three ideas for Preto. I think definitely Molly. Um, and I know a lot of people want her to be with um Charity's best friend, but that's not who she's with. Um so definitely Molly. I have an idea for um the town landscaper. And then um, Keegan's best friend, what was his name? Nye, the realtor. I have an idea for him. So I think we'll end up with maybe four or five Prado books um, once I'm done. That was, that was really good. I like that. <laughs> and I was not to bless your heart. Yeah. I, I was sitting here writing it and I'm like, what can I name this book? I always struggle with titles. I, I know other authors who can, you know, put titles to their books before they ever write them. That is not Ashley Nicole's ministry. I struggle with um, coming up with titles for my book. And as I was writing, I'm like, what is, you know, just what, what can I do that, what, what can I do? And um, I was going back editing and bless your heart was right there and I'm like well I'm kind of cursing people out with the title but nobody would know unless they read the book so there you go so that's how that came about (laughs) (laughs) and that's what and see that's the first thing like I said I'm from Texas so the first thing I thought I was like oh what am I about to I said who who about to get cursed out the whole Cause I was like, it's either that or we really blessing somebody's right, heart. And right. That, that's that's not. No, nice. it's not. I have um this friend Regina, and she she's um from where she's from South Carolina, and you know she is so sweet. But you know they say Southern women can curse you out without have actually having to curse, and, and that is Regina hundred percent. So um when I put the actual bless your heart in the book, um I got it from her. So. But, yep, y'all Southerners. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. And uh, her grandma. Yes. 
Yeah. I could not wait for her to come visit. Oh, and she's going to come back in Molly's. I already know what I'm going to do because um, as far as I'm concerned, Keegan's mother is not going to, um, she's still not accepting it. So grandma and mommy will have to come back and, and you know, hands might be thrown or something. I don't know, but it it will be something. They going to hang the love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I am ready because grandma wasn't playing nope. any game. Nope. With she any got game. her new hip and she was going down there to make sure her granddaughter was all right. <laughs> I was like, oh no. not a-. And then the, at the church, yeah. when they went to the church house, yep. I said, we're not going to do this at under no. the Lord's house. On no. But yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see that again. Cause Grandma, she stole the whole, <laughs> she stole the show. Baby, she was ready. Yeah. Which is your favorite that you've? Oh God. Um, that's kind of like asking me about favorite children. Yeah, I, think, I don't think I can narrow it down to one. I probably can give you three. My top three. Um, okay. Um, my forever love is One More Night, for sure. I absolutely love um, Malachi and Mina's story. Great. Um, and then I want to say Mine to Have with Jason. And I could be wrong. It could be Mine to Keep. For some reason, I cannot get these books right. I know I wrote them. I do get that, but... <laughs> <laughs> never ever get which book is which right so um it's mine to have yes yeah, so i was right um i i love jason that was um i you know i get tired of writing romance sometimes i'm not gonna lie but when i can dip my toes into like that um romantic suspense arena that is is probably my heart and um i i just love 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 that book and then third I think it's Travis and uh, Cheyenne slipped up in love. Those are my top three. I mean, those are some those are some bangers though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which book do you get the most comments about? Um. Hmm. Lately, it's it's bless your heart. I think that's the one. Yeah, out of out of all of them, um, because of Mr. Ali. So I think I definitely think it's bless your heart. Okay. okay. And um, the first Hell Girls, um, sweetheart, might be second just because of the whole hot comb thing. I got a, I got a lot of messages <laughs> about the hot comb scene. So yeah, bless your heart and a sweetheart. <laughs> What do people say about the hot comb scene? They, they, someone to fight him. Some was like, I cannot believe you brought that up. He's talking about her hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first scene that came to me for that book. Um, I, I had that scene. I have a random list of like scene ideas that I keep, and that one with the hot comb and, and the argument. I've had I had that for probably three years, and it just fit so perfectly into that story. I mean, she needed one. She didn't call her. 
<laughs> I have this vision of Joey as this just rough and tumble tomboy in overalls with a hammer in her hand and her hair on top of her head. I, I can perfectly see her. She's so cute. But she is just, you know, one of those those girls who likes to get down and get her hands dirty. Oh goodness. Yeah, that I think I read that part. Right? <laughs> because I was like, she I mean she got a yeah. mouth on her anyway. Yeah. So for somebody to tell her that she looks a lot less other than sisters, I was like, this is Right. And then you go back to your family and they're all like, Well <laughs> I mean, but where's the right. eye, sister? <laughs> Unfortunately, you right. do look a mess. Right. <laughs> oh, the natural transition life—it's real, it's, though. Oh my god, it's real. It's—it's <laughs> it's a real thing. I don't think people understand. Oh, no, it is it. a struggle. I'm sitting here right now trying to decide if I'm going back to a relaxer. I've been natural for six years, and I am tired. Don't do it. <laughs> Reconsider. Well, I'm in braids now. We're trying to keep them in braids and, you know, to kind of deter that. But, oh, I'm leaning. Oh, no, I get it. I did it for Uh 10 and decided Uh to lock. So now I have the sister locks and I'll hit a year next month. I love it. Um, There are days where I kind of miss my head with curls. But since I did the sister locks, my ends uh-huh. are curly for the moment. I know at some point they'll lock too, but it was a nice little transition. I don't have to do my hair every day. I don't have to worry about the twist outs and the breakouts. I don't have fingers. Like, I just got so tired. Yeah. yeah. I just got tired. Like like you said, it was either I got tired of slow ins, I got tired of twist because my yep. scalp became yep. allergic to synthetic hair. So I was like, well, I can't do anything anymore. What am yep. I going to do? And I thought I'd have been, I've been out for too long. The way that perm is going. Oh my, it, yeah. That, that's what's probably holding me back. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't spend way too much time getting this the way it's yeah. supposed to be. And if I perm it and it all right. falls out, then it would have been then I gotta start yep. all over. That, that's a, that start all over is exactly what I'm worried about because I, I have a very sensitive scalp as well and I'm just like I, I've done this for six years I let it grow and I'm gonna go back and put that stuff in my hair ugh, ugh. I just I, I just don't know what to do and I won't get locks because I'm so fickle today I might want braids and tomorrow I'll take them out and want you know twist out and then I want to weave so I I'm not, I can't do dreads with locks because I just, I changed too much. Yeah, that was me. That was, that was me up until that point to where I was like, right. I can't anymore. I just can't. Right. Cut it up. <laughs> I'm so bald. And I was like, I don't have the face to go bald. Yep. So. See, and I have a whole lot of face. So I know I have a whole lot of head that would be bald. And that's too much. <laughs> it's too much real estate to not have any hair on it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I went through it. I think all of last year, it was kind of like, a what what do I do? So I start looking into the locks, and I finally was like, okay, yeah. let's go. 
the last straw was I had some twist in and I only had I could only hold it for like two and a half weeks before I had to take them out because my out was like no no ma'am not it sorry no worries so yeah think about it ponder (laughs) it if the smaller you do them, the more versatile right, you can Right, right, right. My sister has thick ones. I think she's had hers in for 12 years, and she keeps them at her shoulder at this point, but they were down to her tailbone, and they look heavy. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying, I was like, I just want to see how long mm-hmm. I can get them. And then I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't think I'll ever make it past the bra strap because there's too many right. on my head. Like the thick ones, they're heavy because they're thick, but then the small, you have too many on your head, so then it becomes heavy if it's wet. Right. It's like, no, this is, that's a lot of work. Yeah. But I digress. Um, What was I going to ask you? Oh, the Halloween. Uh-huh. How did this? collab uh-huh. together and how did we get auntie <laughs> um so I hope I don't get in trouble for talking about this but um last year um a bunch of us pretty much all the writers who did um we call them the boat books um the series yeah um mm-hmm. we joined like a writing group and you know it was kind of to um help us with motivation and you know just kind of a a corner of the internet where you know we could just go back and forth and talk um and it's worked really really well it is it is a huge resource um especially now um, we do Zooms together, we we sprint together, we bounce ideas off of each other, and, you know, it just, I don't know, it's just something that works. So, um, when, when um, Corona first started, that was when the Boat Books came out, we were in the group just joking, and somebody said something about having a hurricane baby, and then somebody else was like, oh God, I gotta be careful so I don't have a Rona baby. <laughs> and then they were like, wait, we should do a series. And, and we all hopped in. So we did that. It was super easy, super seamless. And then I want to say maybe early September, um, Diana W. actually um, brought it up. And she's like, maybe we should do a, a Halloween series. Um, so, you know, we all got on a Zoom and we went back and forth over the details. Um, and it, it came together. Um, and then as far as auntie, <laughs> we said, you know, most of the books needed to have some kind of spooky element. Um, and, and what I was initially going to do was just have it be the boyfriend, um, in the attic. And then I got to the end of it and I'm like, what if the aunt is standing in the doorway? And I, I, it was one line. It didn't need to be explained. And I just dropped it there. And I have to be honest, I had to write that book, edit that book during the day with the doors closed because I'm just that much of a scaredy cat. Yeah, we were, um, me and Chancey Higgins, we were 
on a Zoom. Um, we we did it over a weekend. We picked a weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We wrote, and when we she did the same thing. You know, we um, initially it was there wasn't going to be an actual ghost in the story or anything. And then at the end of her book, um, she had that same kind of boom moment. And we were we yep. were yeah <laughs> we were both. Um, we were writing one evening. I think it had to be about seven. It was getting dark. And I see her turn around and she goes, baby. And I'm like, what? So when we um, stopped sprinting and she took her, put her mic back on, she said she was sitting there and she all of a sudden felt this gust of wind. And she was like, oh, hell So she had to get up and turn the lights on. So we were, we were writing these stories and we just were sitting here terrified. I kid you not. Um, and even when we just read, once the books came out, we buddy read the whole series. We had to do hours during the day because we just, it, it's ridiculous. But it's, I, even now I'm sitting here with my doors closed because I'm, I'm just that type of person. Oh no, I get it. Cause I started after I read her mm-hmm. during the day, I started mm-hmm. doors at night. And I remember like getting ready for bed and getting cozy in the bed. And then, she started talking about my aunt has been following me and I said till the morning. Yep. <laughs> I said, because I'm not yep. gonna be up in here, can't sleep. Yep. Here it, it was that that first week after we finished it. Um, yeah, it it was I mean, you know it's not real, but we don't know it's not real. So it just yeah, there's that fine line between, you know, what you know is true and then what your mind is like, but it still could be there and it plays with you. <clears throat> and I live alone, so I I don't like to do stuff like that at all. No, I'm I'm with you. It was raining <laughs> and windy that night and I we're not gonna do that because as soon as a tree yep. hit my window or yep. I was I'm done. I will police and have them come to right. a, a, a check. Yep. I was walking around with I made sure I have a lot of doors in my apartment. It is it is the weirdest thing. But there are also a lot of light panels. So as I'm walking, you know, light, light, light. My house was, was lit up like a Christmas tree because I just was not playing. <laughs> That is funny. But yeah, I don't watch scary movies. I don't watch them at all. I don't scary movies. I don't care what time of day it is. I don't do those at all. Well, and by scary, I mean. Oh, those in the daytime, yeah. But you. I only do the med. Yeah, I don't do the, the mm-hmm. real life real life supposedly right. scary and you know you have a lot of people saying oh it's not scary well I don't want to find out Mm-mm. I right. wanted to watch it last year and I think it too came out so I, when it came on I recorded it and I saved it for Christmas dinner and the whole family was here and I made the family watch it. no Thanksgiving and then Christmas we watched it too so no that, that had to be a family affair <laughs> So that you weren't alone, I completely understand. I refuse it. I rewatched Candyman as an adult because I was so mm-hmm. traumatized. 
So I, they put it on Netflix because the reboot was about to come out right. before Rona hit. So I was at, I think one of my friends had a birthday. So me, her sister was like, I'm about to watch it. I was like, well, is it daytime yet? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I can do it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching. I was like, I, this was not right. scary at all. <laughs> but you have to get over that but, initial hump to do it. And I think, you know, in your own mind, you hype it up so bad that, you know, you think they'll be sitting in the middle of your bed at night under the covers, terrified to look out. But that seven-year-old right. Portia terrified. was terrified. Do you hear me? Like, go to the park and won't ever use the restroom. <laughs> Like it, yeah. I'll wait. I will. I will pop <laughs> squat somewhere. Right. I'll wait two hours. What I won't do is go to a park restroom. In a park restroom. I'll tell me. He was killing people in a park huh? restroom. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. 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 yeah, there was a nice little scene, and he showed up and was trying to get. And but they were calling him, right? Okay. Stupid. Yeah, they were they were summoning him yeah. to come through and and you know when at yeah. slumber parties and stuff, my like I was at my cousin's and she was four years older than me, and so that's what her and her friends wanted to do, and so they would go in the bathroom in the mirror, and I was no. like, no, I'm, not I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. No, that part of the wrong wicker, my Halloween book about not having like she put hers downstairs but I have no mirrors in my house outside of the bathroom I don't do mirrors I really feel like they're a doorway so no I, I know what you mean <laughs> no I, yeah when she said that was laid on the ground but it didn't break, like, no. so, just let it right. go sell it to somebody do something what we're not gonna do is play yeah, with this mirror no. mm mm and the fact that her ex was yeah, like, that, that almost creeps me out more than the aunt, but not really. <laughs> but not really. I saw that. Um, I saw a real story like that, and I, I just took it. I mean, I, I probably should, you know, give them credit. Um, but I think it was a woman, and yeah, she was living in the house with her children, and her ex was living in her attic, and they had no idea. But, you know, same thing. They would go out. Things would be moved. Food was um, obviously, you know, disappearing. And um, and I think he'd been living up there, I want to say, for four or five years. Um, so it was kind of extreme. Yeah, that's too much. Because I would have had somebody come up and right. walk up right. and through my house. Right. Sage it or something. or Yeah. Oh, so, I... I would have staged the yeah. hell out of that on a regular. Trying to get all the spirits out. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. When he even thought about he said the house was talking to her. I said, girl, no, houses don't talk. <laughs> Let me tell you right. what my house is not going to do. Right. To me. I don't care how old it gets. We're going to put some WD-40 or we're going to restructure the house. But you say you yeah. just moved in and it was new? Yeah. No, ma'am. You that's what no. No. Yeah. Just watching. Like, like yeah, watching. That is just it's it's a lot. I've I wanted to to kill him, honestly, but no, I, I kept it. I just let him get shot a little bit. 
Well, I feel like <laughs> I'm enough. Because when he was like, yeah, oh, girl. I just raised him. Uh-uh. You supposed right. to a whole hole right. in his thigh or something. He, he deserved a whole full-on flesh wound. Boy, but I was just happy yeah. he didn't touch her. But even standing over her at night, because, you know, that's a big fear of everybody. You know, you always swear you sleep and something is over you some random nights. And for him to have really been there just watching... It just, even knowing I, I made that up, it just is weird. It's, you know, super creepy. But the fact that I felt that and right. didn't tell nobody, and how all of a sudden right. the house start making noises, no, <laughs> I need somebody from the construction company to come walk through here and show me. Right. Why is this house home. trying to communicate? Cause uh, we, I, cause what's the name talking about? Yeah, you just you gonna have to exercise, <laughs> exercise the demons. And I was, <laughs> we gonna have to. And then the old lady, talk, the lady talking about right. Not what <laughs> well, yeah, that was before I decided that the aunt was gonna be there. Um, so it was just gonna be, you know, you're being haunted, but obviously you're being haunted by an ex. Um. But yeah, that that little mean old lady. Cause I was just like, "What the fuck you mean? It, it's not what I think, right? How else is it?" And right, oh, right, because you know we automatically no. think haunting somebody's dead and they're walking around. Yeah, friend, I don't know how you came up with that, but. I sure did until the morning. I would only edit it during the day. I, I kid you not. Once we wrote it, um, I would only edit it during the day. Just it's it's just that little bit of maybe I think that that was scaring the hell out of me. And I live in you know Connecticut, which is a, no. um you know like a historic whatever. So it's like you don't know what kind of soldiers and no. Uh, you know, yeah. No. So. Yep. You're too, you're too far north. Yep. With all the old buildings. Original churches mm. from the colonies, and you no. have no idea no. what kind of colonizers are walking around here. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah. I probably would have left my house. So I oh yeah, if if, the, if I was her, as scary as as I am, oh no, I, I would have been gone. There's no way, um, because I could understand not opening your eyes if you think something is over you. I I absolutely refuse to. The one scary movie I watched um, when I was a teenager was this movie called Darkness Falls, and um, the town which whatever she died and she would take the children's teeth when they lost them, kind of like the tooth fairy. But if you looked out of your covers and saw her, she would kill you. I do not open my eyes if I feel mm-hmm. anything. I don't. <laughs> I don't. So I get why she didn't, but I also would have left. No. No. I'm, I'm so glad we're doing this early. No. I- <laughs> Girl, 
And right. I didn't mean to go on this long, but just <laughs> right. but there was just right. so many things in there that I was just like, right. how? Because the that that one little and I was you know yeah. a little oh, yeah. little book. Let me get it yeah. out. I can do it before I go to bed. No. You start talking about these ghosts. Yes. Like, that's why I didn't draw it out. That, that's exactly why I didn't draw it out. That one line. Yep. We just yep. closed our eyes today. But I did like how sexy daddy yeah. was coming <laughs> Thank you. Kasim. <laughs> he was going to be just a side character when we um, were coming up with the details. Um because I didn't have an idea for what I was going to do with this story when we first decided it. It just, oh, it'll be some kind of Halloween party. Okay. Um, and obviously, you know, Elvin was such a big part of the boat books. We're like, we have to bring him back. And I'm like, well, what if my girl was supposed to go on a date with his nasty behind? Um, you know, she had kind of a, <clears throat> you know, a knight in shining armor come and save her. Um, so when we we do this thing where we have, um, we call them anchor characters, and that's just characters that'll be throughout the book. And Kasim's name was actually Otis. And then I'm like, when I took him on, I was like, I am not writing a book about Otis. <laughs> Let me have his middle name. <laughs> and, and they can call him that. Well, Kasim in my mind was just sexy yep. as hell. So <laughs> his mom when when she met him, she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna look like you." I was like, "Dang, what her cousin yeah. look like?" I was like, "No, not with halitosis breath." And you know, as soon as you said that, I do remember him from the boat books. Cause he yep, was like yep. the comedy. My girl officer. in the boat book slapped him at dating. Um, yeah, he yes. was just walking around spreading his breath all over the ship. Oh God! But when you're describing yeah, the breath, though, I, I kid you not. I think I wrote that like with my tongue out, like. It just, you know, when you create something, you can. <laughs> you know exactly what you can feel it you could damn near smell it and i just and even as we were reading the series um the other day every time he came in i'm just like oh my god i literally was swing of water because i know what i think his breath smells and tastes like so it was bad And cause seems so wrong. Talk about I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna let you find out for yourself. I was like, I was like, don't do that to that girl. Oh God! And then the way he just is like nonchalant about like, so I told you, like your breath. But that's how cousins are. You know, what I, mean? I, I have boy cousins. Obviously, on my father's side, I'm the only girl. And male cousins are just blunt to each other, to whoever. So I just, I, I pulled from that. Well, I was dying. And I loved everything yeah. about it. Like, it's so short and sweet, but. We did. Longer than the, the longer books. 
Well, when I do shorts, I, I I know it's short. I know I can't give you know the background that I give with other books, but I just want to make sure I'm giving you everything that I can in those you know ten thousand words because I know what my goal is. My goal is to to make sure you're entertained, to make sure you laugh a time or two, and just you know to make whatever connection, whether it's a love connection, which this was not, um, or you know just that that one night connection. <clears throat> Yeah. No, and they're perfect. And I I think that's why I like shorter books when people can mm-hmm. give me an entire story in such a short amount of time. Cause I know I'm gonna get the full story when it's longer. I'm gonna get the background, I'm gonna get what happened, go depth right. in depth of what happened yep. in the past to get me to where I'm going. But if I can be just as entertained with the mm-hmm. short little something yeah. I, I, I like reading them I'm gonna be honest I don't love writing them because they are actually harder than the bigger books because you have to cut down so much you have to leave out so much that you know typically is is super vital to a story um but it's a challenge so let me not say I don't like to do them because I don't I don't really challenge myself often, but writing shorts, it, it challenges me. So I, I might actually like it. Let me say that. <laughs> I just got an epiphany. <laughs> do you freehand them um, or do you have to have an outline? For longer ones, I have an outline. For the shorter ones, no. Um, like I said, with this one, we well, it was like, let's do it Saturday and Sunday. We're just gonna bang these out. We had a word limit. Um, and I just wrote, got up Saturday morning at eight. I just wrote, I think I got seven or 8,000 that first day. So more than half of it, finished it up the next day. Um, so with this, I really didn't think it just, it was, it just came to me as I wrote. So for smaller ones, no, it, I would have too much if I, um, tried to do it with outline. So I just kind of do it by the seat of my pants. I need it. And lastly, I know we have to love the <laughs> but we'll be here all day if we talk about all catfish. But catfish, mm-hmm. the twist in that, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. But you know, when you hear catfish, you're thinking somebody they're about to meet somebody that catfished them. Blah, blah, blah. But in this one, she met mm-hmm. the person that. Mm-hmm they were using their picture and I was like I, I think I can dig this and go um, I was I was knee deep in catfish when I, I wrote that book I was binging um I had just got Hulu and um I just started watching catfish religiously maybe a year ago so when I got Hulu and I saw all the original episodes were up there I went back and I just binge watched everything and I'm like, this would make an absolutely perfect story. Um, because, you know, we see it and it's like, how can this fool not know they're not talking to this person? Or, you know, you have so many questions. I'm like, well, let me, let me write something so I can answer these questions for myself. Um, and it, it, it was just, yeah, and it would be dope if she ended up with the actual person, you know, being used to catfish her. And I, 
But I liked it so much because he was like, someone's using my face well let's get out so now let's go right he's very helpful and most dudes probably would be like oh got you (laughs) (laughs) and would have been done and walked away so we couldn't do that But I loved it because then it was like, oh, we get to spend time together. Oh, we're going to be together. Yay. But yeah, I just, I just, exactly what you said. Like I kept thinking catfish, catfish. And then I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. We did this a little bit different. Thank you. And I loved everything about it. Well, like I said, (laughs) if I keep going, then we can be here forever. And I don't want to take up too much of your time. But what do we have um, on the horizon? What can so we So right now I'm working expect? on another romantic suspense. Um I I missed that. I don't think I've written one of those. Well, I guess in a year, because I did broken heart syndrome last year. Um, so I kind of missed the the little bit, you know, something different. So I'm working on that and this as I, as I'm writing it, it is ugh, this my killer is it's a serial killer is it's just depraved and whew, it's a lot um so there's that and then for sure um there will be a christmas and a new year's release to round out the year um so yeah so we can look forward to at least three more okay now are they all gonna be okay? You said a Christmas and a never mind. I was about to say, are you about to hit a no, uh, uh, no, no, no. It'll be boom, boom, boom. space, 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 boom. <laughs> Couple dots in between. <laughs> oh, perfect. And how can everybody find right, you? I am on, on Instagram and Twitter, always impatient. Um, Ashley Nicole author on Facebook I also have a Facebook group um, I'm very active in there called The Crew and um, I think that that's it alrighty Dighty. again thank you so much for doing this for me and giving <laughs> me all the good inside juicy scoops you as well thank you so have much have a wonderful day Bye-bye. You are so welcome. Thanks for joining me on another fun episode of Book Talks and Tequila. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Book Talks and Tequila. Until next time, love and live life.